What is up? Happy Monday. This is Couch Potato Diary. Gonna be probably a quick one today. I uh, would love to give you a professional reason, but um, it's really hot in this room and the fan's really loud, so I can't have the fan in here. So uh, yeah, that's why this is going to be a quick one today, as it's already plus 33 in Calgary at the time of recording this. But Tonight is night one of the Stanley Cup final, so we have to discuss that. Uh, if you have any thoughts on this abbreviated program, let me know on social media at PrimetimeKlein on Twitter and Instagram, twitch.tv slash PrimetimePK. You can also find the show on YouTube. Couch Potato Diary is what you need to search. I am on there as PrimetimeKlein1. Uh, Waste of Talent is providing the music for this today. Thank you to them for that. Uh, find them on waste on uh, Instagram at waste of talent with X's where the A's would be just a quick. Thank you um, I'm through the first week of Okotoks dogs games, and I am having the time of my life So thank you a to the Okotoks dogs But also to anyone who has tuned in over at dogsbaseball.ca next game coming up on Tuesday So Stanley Cup final Tampa Bay Lightning Montreal Canadiens head-to-head for Lord Stanley's mug. Uh, an all-Eastern matchup. This is going to be one of those that we look back at the Wikipedia page in 20 years and go, what the hell was going on there? And then, oh right, everything. Uh, aggressive gest- uh, gestures aggressively at the world around him. So, one of these teams was expected to be here, the other one wasn't. Tampa Bay, while it has not been an easy path, see Islanders Common New York in the last series, this is where we all thought they would be. And it was brought up on the broadcast in Game 7. These fans have not had this opportunity since 2004 because the Lightning Stanley Cup win last year was in the bubble in Toronto and Edmonton. So, not exactly the, the same home ice feel that you would get. And for Montreal, hopefully you get some of that. Hopefully it is safe, of course, but... The, the atmosphere in these two places is going to be absolutely off the charts. For Montreal, I, I think a lot of people would assume that if they got here, oh, okay, well, Carey Price has just stolen them a couple of series. And while he has been excellent, I don't know if it's just straight he has stolen them. As Montreal, I would say pretty soundly, outplayed Vegas in that last series. And I, I would say they did so uh, against the Winnipeg Jets as well. And then in the last three games against Toronto, like th- this has been a team that is just playing really, really good hockey for the last basically month. And so, yes, the, the goalie being better than everyone else's goalie has certainly helped. But th- this has been, pardon the cliche, but a total team effort. When you look at the, the points leaders, you really have to feel good from Montreal perspective. It's Toffoli, off-season acquisition. It's Suzuki, acquired in a Pacioretty trade. And it's Cole Caulfield, who, why he didn't start the playoffs, I will never know. But it's worked. Whatever they've done is worked. It's got them to this point. You can stop criticizing them, but he has nine points uh, behind Suzuki's 13 and Toffoli's por- uh, 14. Yes, Price has been on fire with a 934 save percentage and a 202 goals against average. But I, I think the real story of the first three rounds for Montreal is the job they have done shutting down the top players on other teams. And if anything gets through, it is Carey Price standing tall. You have, I think, one of the best blue lines in the NHL on Montreal's side. And then up front, the Deneau-Gallagher combination has been 
phenomenal. So like, um, I, I remember coming into the season, we kind of talked about like who who has a chance to do something, and I had said Montreal because I I thought that some of their one of the centers could take a step, whether it be Dano, whether it be Suzuki, or whether it be Kakuniemi. And I'd say in these playoffs, all three have had um, at least some form of something to say in in these series and the the blue line's really really good and then after that you can kind of piece things together so it's like I understand down the middle going into the season was a bit of a concern um, and, and certainly could be looked at as a weakness, but I, I think Deneau has certainly stepped up and I think Suzuki has as well and that is why you are seeing Montreal in, in this situation, but the job that that line has done against Matthews and Marner in the first round against Wheeler, Ehlers, and those guys in the second round, no, my, uh, no Shifley for sure, and against the Stone Line in the third round, nothing short of spectacular. Those who would be going against Montreal would be saying, yeah, but you didn't have to face Tavares, you didn't have to face Shifley, and while this guy isn't on the level of the other two, he is still a tough line center for Vegas, you didn't have to face Chandler Stevenson. Tampa Bay's pretty, uh, pretty healthy, so... We'll see when it comes to that. But I, I I, think that this Montreal team should be applauded for the work that they have done. This isn't just a team riding a hot goaltender. This isn't the Ottawa Senators from a few years ago getting the conference final with Craig Anderson and Eric Carlson and nothing else. Like This has been a complete team effort. They have outplayed three very good teams on their way to this point. The problem is, now they have the best. Going up against the Lightning team, Nikita Kucherov, 27 points in this postseason. Uh, Brayden Point has 20, Kalorn has 17, so you think of those numbers, all three of those guys would be the leading scorer on Montreal this postseason. Like, this offense just comes at you in waves, and the the I think the real key of this series is going to be special teams. You, you look at where a lot of the goals Tampa Bay has picked up have come from, they are so damn good, five on five, for sure, but they are almost unstoppable on the power play, and now that's not entirely true, they're power play percentage I believe is at 37% something along those lines like it, it has so that means you are shopping them 63% of the time but still the, the power play's been excellent but Montreal's penalty kills at 93% that's if Montreal continues to kill at a 90% clip then things just got a whole lot easier for them in this series on the other hand if Tampa Bay's getting a power play goal or two a night what was already a tough challenge for Montreal becomes that much more difficult right so I, I do think that special teams is going to be the the big I think deciding factor in, in this and the the thing that Montreal has had for them in the last two series like you look at the edge that they have in goal over Toronto I would say, all due respect to Jack Campbell, pretty substantial. Same thing on the blue line. Toronto's forwards are just so damn good, but Montreal was able to, to balance that off in the last three games of that series. The Winnipeg series is a weird one because no Mark Shifley. Hellebuck and Carey Price is a bit of a toss-up, but then with no Mark Shifley, the, the other two checkbox forward and defense go to Montreal. In the third series, Montreal, I would say, has a pretty clear edge in goal. While Flurry and Lehner are very good, Carey Price, again, we just mentioned, 934 save percentage and a 202 uh, goals against average. It, it's tough to compete with that, right? So um, you look at the blue line, and again, I think Montreal definitely has the advantage there. So once again, the only real checkbox they don't have is up front, and they were able to shut that down. It is clear and obvious they do not have the check mark in their column when it comes to forward against Tampa Bay. 
I would go so far as to say no one does. I love this forward group. I love what they can do one through 12. I, I think that they just, they present so many different options and so many different weapons for you. So we'll, we'll get into that in a second. But you look at the blue line, it is almost as lopsided that Montreal has the edge on, on the blue line as Tampa Bay does at the forward group. And then you get to goal and... It is not clear and obvious who has the edge between the pipes in this series, as Carey Price has been phenomenal, but Vasilevsky can be phenomenal as well. That That is going to be such a fun, fun goalie matchup to watch. What we saw, I, I wonder if the strategy for Montreal, because you know the Deneau line is going to go up against uh, the the Palat point and Kucherov line. Like, that, that is going to be the battle. And I think Tampa Bay is kind of okay with that. Like, it's okay. Yes, you you guys you guys can have that one, and if we even only win it by a little bit, we still got you in the second pair, the third pair, or the the second group, the third group, and the fourth group. Like I just I think this Tampa Bay forward group has a depth the which that Montreal has not had to deal with so far, and so when you send out a shutdown line, which is what the No Gallagher line has been. Not to suggest they're not contributing offensively either. Gallagher's numbers aren't great offensively in this series, but. He he is still he still leads the the team at least for forwards when it comes to shots, uh, high danger shots and expected goals for like he he has been very very good and just has not capitalized. That could change in this series for sure, but still it's going to be tough to win that matchup against the uh, the Tampa Bay forward line or the the top Tampa Bay line, and then after that. Like, it, it's great that the Perry-Armia-Stahl line was able to outperform the depth of Vegas and the depth of uh, Winnipeg. You're not going to be able to against Tampa Bay. Like, I just I just don't think so. I, I'm picking Tampa Bay in this series. I have not picked Montreal for a series yet in this Stanley Cup. I don't even believe I've bet on them in one game um, at any point in the Stanley Cup playoffs so far. Like, I just... I, I am... It's weird because I was a believer at the beginning of the season, and now that we're here in late June... I'm not a believer, and this is when they're having the, the most success. I understand how weird that is. I just, I am in love with this Tampa Bay roster. I, I think they are just way too good, way too talented, and just the, the key for me is too deep. And we, we've seen throughout these playoffs, if it's not Palat, Point, and Kucherov, then you're seeing Yanni Gord come up with some big moments. And Steven Stamkos was kind of kept quiet, but we've saw, we saw some other players come up with some big moments. Like, there, there's just... There is too, or there are too many weapons on this Tampa Bay team, I think, for Montreal to be able to contain. And while Montreal has played better offensively uh, in this postseason compared to where they were in the regular season, I just don't think they have the firepower to keep up with Tampa Bay. I'm, I'll do credit to, to Montreal. I'm going Tampa Bay, and I'm going Tampa Bay in five. So that is a, a quick breakdown of the Stanley Cup final. Uh, we're going to play a little bit of music, and then when we come back, we're going to look at some of the gambling odds and some of the props that we can find in this series. The music that you hear on Couch Potato Diary is provided by Wasted Talent. Check them out on Instagram at Wasted Talent with X's where the A's would be and find their producer on Instagram at Tommy Fresh. like to include some gambling stuff on the program today and a couple of lines that uh, stood out to me from the Stanley Cup final. Uh, nothing 
close to what we see when it comes to props in the, the NFL or, or things like that. But still, I think this is a, a fun little thing to, to go through. So first of all, for tonight's game, uh, I like the lightning in regulation. That's at minus 125. Uh, I was thinking about the, the plus 145 that you get for lightning minus a goal and a half, but I just I couldn't pull the trigger on that one. In terms of um, some of the, the the props that you can get in this series and in this Stanley Cup final, um, it's there are a few that intrigue me as I uh, quickly scramble here to, uh, to to pull it up. The first one, the top scorer of the series. Um, I there there are obviously a lot of choices, specifically on the Tampa Bay side. Uh, you have Braden Point at plus 300, Nikita Kucherov at plus 500. That actually seems to be really good value now that I'm going through this once again. On the Montreal side of things, you have Tyler Toffoli at plus 750, Cole Caulfield at plus 800. One of the ones that I like, kind of a, a bit of a, a long shot to, to throw in there. I, I like Kalorn at plus 1500. Like I said before, he has 17 points in this, ser- uh, in this Stanley Cup playoff run so far. And as we talked about before, Montreal is really good at shutting down that top line. So someone else is going to have to step up. I wonder if that is Kalorn. So I, I like him at plus 1500 as the top scorer. I mentioned before, I think it is going to be Lightning in five. You can get that right now at plus 375. Lightning in six is plus 400. If you like the bolts to sweep, it's plus 450. If you think they win in seven, it's plus uh, sorry, the sweep is plus 550. The Lightning in seven is plus 450. Um, if you think Montreal is going to win, I kind of think if Montreal is going to win this, it's going to be in seven. Um, that one is currently sitting at plus 750. On the Con Smythe front, there's really only one option for Montreal, and that is Carey Price at plus 175. I like Point at plus 275 for the Tampa Bay Lightning. That's one that I, I think could be uh, an interesting one if he has a big series. Now, if he has a big series, then Kalorn probably isn't going to be winning the top scorer one, so maybe these picks don't kind of string together a nice story the way I, I would like them to, but I, I think overall, a couple of interesting ones to to, to maybe look at. But again, when it comes to the, the series props, you don't see as many fun ones, I don't think, as you do with some of the other series that are going on. Uh, so like I said, it's going to be an abbreviated one uh, abbreviated one today. Let's call it there. That is a, a quick Stanley Cup preview show. Thank you very much for tuning in today. Again, find me on Twitter and Instagram at PrimetimeKlein. You can find me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash PrimetimeDK. You can also find interviews from this show on Couch Potato Diary on YouTube. Just search Couch Potato Diary. I am on there as PrimetimeKlein. One. If you haven't had enough of me, We Had No Idea comes out every Wednesday. It's the General, uh, General History Podcast I do with myself and my wife. And also, if you haven't had enough of me talking about sports, the Okotoks Dogs are back in action coming up on Tuesday as it is Dogs Black against Dogs Red. Check out dogsbaseball.ca for all the details there. Thank you so much for tuning in. Please remember, rate, review, subscribe. Let me know what you like and what you don't like from the show. And yeah, hope you guys stay safe and I will talk to you later. I'm out.